If you bet on me not making it to the Lowell show, pay up, pay up. <laughs> I know there's bets out if I'm going to make it to my 915. I'm telling you, you're going to have to pay out. You don't bet against Bales doing push-ups, and you don't bet against me doing shows drunk. Brian Hooper, how are we doing? Good. I would have bet against Tuttle. If he had <laughs> yeah. Frank shows against you, I would have I would have bet money on you for sure. <laughs> yeah, Tuttle, uh, I haven't heard from him in a while. I think he's in rough shape. He admitted he's a little bit of a lightweight. I've had a lot of I've built up my tolerance over the past few months. Uh yeah. so I'm doing uh I'm doing pretty good. But uh how, how's your Thanksgiving week going? Oh, all right. Um I mean I figured uh Drink day drinking is like the best form of drinking, in my opinion. Hundred percent, it kills. Hundred percent, drinking. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, and and I'm getting older, but man, I could I could still probably pull off a full day of drinking if I wanted to. No, so I, I full faith in you. Yeah, I I completely agree. Like day drinking is so much fun, and I I will lose steam tonight, but that is my ideal form. It's like drinking yeah. during the day, go to bed early. Like yep. that, that's how you do it. Yeah, one of my first jobs in baseball, uh, the guy was older than me, and he he's like he worked for like the uh, the a couple base like the the Tampa Bay Lightning and uh, a couple the Colorado Rockies I think, and um and he's like that's what I do because during the season like you know you have no time, and he would just get sloshed on Saturday starting at like ten a.m., <laughs> pass out at like six right, and then have the whole Sunday to recoup. And then he could go right back to work with like no hangover, no nothing. What do you What are you doing for uh, Thanksgiving tomorrow? Uh, t- my parents aren't uh, doing Thanksgiving this year, so I'm hanging with my my brother. Yeah, yeah, nice. Does your brother live in Chicago? He lives in Oak Park, which is close. Okay, which is um, a real close suburb. Dave Clark wants to know uh, what is your drink of choice? Are you uh, you got the claws? There's no laws tonight for Brian. I wasn't gonna drink. I wasn't gonna drink tonight, and then I watched the Swole cast, and like a couple hours ago, I'm like, I got it. He might be completely fucking hammered. I better get at least a couple in me. <laughs> I saw I saw multiple responses tonight of like I, encouraging drinking. Like you start watching me drunk on all these live streams, you're like, fuck it, dude. I gotta start drinking right now. <laughs> I see in on like my Twitter uh, responses and mentions, I I see a few people doing exactly that. Well, the funny thing is, is I actually normal like, so traditionally in non-coronavirus era, like the Wednesday night is like, you go home to your parents and you go out with your high school friends on Wednesday night. Like that's that night. And I actually haven't partaken in that. I've stayed out here for most Thanksgivings for a long time. So this is like the most enjoyable Wednesday before Thanksgiving I've had in a long time. Like this is how I get my social drinking out online the night before Thanksgiving. So I'm loving it. Um, uh, what, what did somebody say here in chat? It got me thinking and I completely forgot what it was. Oh, they're, they're, they're mentioning my, uh, my, my tweet to Roto Grinders. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Brian, Brian had a tweet out to Roto Grinders that many I should just pull it up here, honestly. <laughs> if I can pull it up. Here we go. Let's get this up here. Uh <laughs> I'm still laughing at it because so many people were upset about this tweet. Man, you've done a lot of tweets. Wow. Now seeing this tweet, I was like, wow, that was four hours ago. That tweet. <laughs> Are you trying to show it? Because it's not showing. <laughs> I'm no, no, no. I'm I'm getting it pulled up. I'm a little slow on my on the trigger finger today. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Hey, Roto Grinders! I just tuned in to one of your internet programs for the first time, and I believe there's two individuals drinking, possibly drunk, on the show. After tomorrow's <laughs> slate was just flipped on its head, I was hoping for some picks. Unsubscribe. <laughs> Where's my favorite comment? <laughs> This is hey god, this is my favorite comment way down here. Where can I find it? Here we go. I see the point. You pay for a service to be provided and to be taken seriously, particularly when a situation like today happens with strategy, lineup construction, etc. will be key. I agree that it's unacceptable and there should be action taken. <laughs> that was the only one I didn't respond to, I think. And I saw you liked it. <laughs> that one I'm like, this guy's too serious. I'm not gonna fuck with him. I think like half of them uh, thought I was serious. Oh, lots of lots of people thought you were serious. Yeah. 
Yep. Um, yeah, if you guys didn't check out the Swolecast today, uh, Tuttle was uh, three sheets in the wind. It was uh, it was a very fun time. Um, Brian, how are you handling the slate just being absolutely flipped on its head, man? <laughs> That actually, I didn't. I I wasn't thrilled with that. Three gamers are fine, I think. You know, yeah. two gamers, ugh, just do two huge showdown slates. But they can't. Obviously, they can't change that now. And they wouldn't. They would do a two gamer milli. But yeah, two big uh, milli showdowns would have been awesome uh, compared to this. I don't know. I was thinking honestly, not even playing it. Yeah, I know. Um, I had registered. Nor I'm the same way as you. Normally, I don't play the like two game stuff and I had registered for like the spy and we had for the tilt space, we had registered for that $1,500 single entry and all this stuff. And now I'm like, man, this doesn't seem near as fun. Yeah. The three, the three gamers definitely better. Um, I was thinking maybe doing that because the two showdowns, one's for 50 K the other one's for a hundred K. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, maybe I'll do those. I don't know. Which I mean, one is the hundred K? Uh, the second one. Okay. But I already signed up for Yahoo and Superdraft, so I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I'll just maybe we'll just do them both. The two the two gamers are dumb. I think I'm going to I'm definitely gonna play the first showdown slate now, but then I head over to my in-laws for Thanksgiving. So there's no way I would be able to pull off the second is, showdown. Is there a lot of news on that second one? Um I honestly don't know, but like I feel like I mean, you know how it works with showdown, right? Like even one random like tight end being out will yeah, dare I say true. flip the slate on its head, Brian. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. If you're going to do showdown. Yeah. But the, the two gamer, I think, I think you could probably put the two gamer. In. Yeah, for sure. No, I'll, I'll, I'll play the two Thanksgiving. Well, it is, I think, uh, it, I mean, you know, Deshaun Watson is going to get insane ownership. I actually feel like if you just want to play any non Deshaun Watson stuff, you're going to be pretty unique right away. Um, how much, what's he projected? I honestly haven't even started yet. <laughs> I, I don't know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I had my stuff this morning. I like, I got ready. I was pulling in projections. I was getting my spreadsheet going. And, uh, next thing you know, when I was driving home, uh, from the gym, that's a brag. Yeah. I was working out earlier. Um, and then, and then that game was canceled. And I was like, just screw it, dude. Like, I don't care enough anymore to try to, to figure this out. So yeah, I I'm, I'm fine blind right now. 65% or so. Um, hmm. Yeah. I mean, that could be something. Who are the other QBs here? So you got Matthew Stafford with the thumb in that game. Yeah. And then the other game, you got oh, Andy okay. Dalton and Alex Smith. Cause you just have sheer trash at the bottom. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll probably end up if I play the two gamer, I'll be on the trash probably. Yeah, that's pretty low. We'll see if that stays there by tomorrow. I mean, ugh, two gamers. It it does suck too because I feel like just in general we've been we've settled into this three game slate for Thanksgiving. You got the Sunday night hammer there. You know, I'm so drunk uh, from Thanksgiving dinner. I fall asleep before halftime. I see how my lineups are in the morning. Now we don't get that. Yeah. Um, what are you going to do? I saw draft sheet had an idea. Instead of doing the game on Sunday, they should move it to Monday and then yeah, use that money. All right. Um, how much? Did, how many drinks did you drink today? Did you count? I didn't count. I think ballpark. I had five shots of Maker's Mark, um, three or four red stripes. And three or four of these nightlight beers. Okay. So I'm hanging in there. I'm hanging in there. I knew. I like, look, yes, did I want to, uh, did I know I was going to be hammered for all these shows? Yes. But did I want to be comatose and not able to turn on a stream? No. No. So I had like Tuttle. Tuttle was able to just rip shots the whole swole cast because he knew he'd go take a nap after that. I knew, I mean, that was one fifth of my shows. I mean, this is a marathon, not a sprint. You have two more left. No, no, no just one. We're going to do just one more. more? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Brajal says you smoke any weed, dude. That's the nightcap. That's the nightcap, man. Yeah. Right before bedtime. Yeah. Wow. Now people are shaming me. I'd like to see you assholes 
drink all day and do shows. Let's see how you do. Let's see how you guys do. Yeah, someone asked in here, Pete, are you okay? <laughs> do I look? I feel fine. What's wrong with me? I, I maybe that's not about how you look. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think most of the people are uh, are, are, are with it. Did you do you call it Blackout Wednesday when you were, uh, when you were younger? Uh, Black again, Friday, Blackout Wednesday. I uh, I I've heard that again. That goes back to the like partying with your high school buddies thing, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's what everyone called it when when I was growing up. Blackout yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. What what does your shirt say? Hail half in the bag. Oh, I thought it said hail to the thief. I thought it was a, a Radiohead shirt for a sec. No, no, I don't have any Radiohead shirts. I do love Radiohead though. Yeah. Um. Yes. 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 Um. Too mainstream, bro. How much XFL gear do you have? I I bought two pieces of XFL gear. I bought this hat, and I bought a tank, and then uh, man, XFL. That was even before I started doing a show with Brian. What did you think about PJ Walker's performance? Did you get catch it at all? Yeah. Well, we Leone had us roll out PJ Walker when one of our lineups in the five hundred dollar millionaire contest, and I was very uncomfortable with it. Um, I honestly, other than it's it's like the uh, you know, other than the um, uh, your husband dying, how was the play, Mrs. Lincoln? It's <laughs> like other than those backbreaking interceptions, I thought PJ Walker. <laughs> was pretty good <laughs> that's true though I mean, he looked yeah. pretty good besides the backbreaking <laughs> interceptions yeah. I, think, I mean he did i think he looked good enough though to to give another shot too yeah i mean i don't know if you set him over bridgewater but he looked better than an xfl player you figure someone out of that league's got to have a, an average nfl career yeah well they and the uh donald parham uh, who is like the backup tight end on the Chargers? He was dominant in the XFL, and uh, he's had a couple touchdowns here for the Chargers. Um, yeah, I, I would like. I mean, if anything, PJ Walker is definitely. I don't know what his contract situation is, but someone will uh, will hire him uh, to be their quarterback. I would think. Do you feel like your 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 uh, your successes now in NFL DFS? You had another another top fifteen in the in the spy does that just give you carte blanche to drink every any day you want yeah now i can just be an asshole and condescend to everybody <laughs> like blender you know that that's that's what i <laughs> um no man i uh i feel like i'm running unbelievably pure unbelievably hot and uh no man i'm a man of the people i listened to your guys podcast this morning it's like an hour 20 hour 30 you guys went went pretty long yeah, blender went long. <laughs> blender went long. I was thinking that. I was like, oh, I wanted Peter to ask answer that question that was halfway through your spiel that you're on your third question now, and now Peter can't answer because he's got to answer this third one. No, I, I enjoyed it. What did what did you what what did you think of that show? No, it was good. Um, uh, yeah, he was like the skin in the game thing. Uh, I, I mean, I totally, I'm totally on, down for it for sure. I mean, I think it's just, I think that's just a simple economic principle that's true. A profit, like, like, like a profit and loss principle that applies across every sector. So I'm totally, I'm totally down with that. I don't think it's that, uh, like, not that he said it was, but I don't think it's like, you need to read Nicholas Taleb to, to get that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we got we got Jordan in the chat, so we can't talk shit about Jordan because he's here watching everything we're saying. No, I uh, I enjoyed doing the podcast with Jordan. You guys should check it out. Theory of DFS. He normally does it with Eric Bime for, but Eric was too busy playing I don't know college football DFS or something, uh, or like installing a barn door uh, for his newlywed wife. So he wasn't able to make it. I hopped on there, and um, yeah, it's a uh, it's a good show. Jordan is uh, very sharp. At the end, he had a couple things that he was talking about me that I don't think are dead on accurate. Um, like the difference between 17.8 points and 17.5 points is not necessarily the highest on my list. Um, I do think um, public projections can be off and ownership can be off. It's just not nearly as bad as it used to be. Yeah. So there are some edges still to, to like make your own. And in some cases, I don't think uh, – 
being point three or point two or point whatever is that big of a deal. So uh, where do you where do you think your biggest edge is right now? Like just conceptually. Um the 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 game theory, I think. Which for me is just like um applying applying logic. Yeah. To to how I do it. Um I, I, I mean I think that's what it is, but I think um making your own stuff helps. It depends. Like you really I said this on a couple of other shows. If you're going to do that, like just make sure you don't fuck it up. Like make sure you're not way off. You don't have like major errors in your formulas and stuff like that. How much do you think is it like being able to adapt on the fly? Like you're able to, with your kind of statistics background and stuff, you're able to back test this stuff. You're able to double check like what correlations are actually working and then implement those versus on the fly. Say someone like me, where I take people's word for it on what correlations work and I try to implement that, but then the game might change. And I feel like where you would have a massive edge over someone like me is realizing that shift before I do, because I need to make sure it's, you know, common knowledge by then. And maybe I'm willing to adapt it earlier, but you might be someone on the front lines discovering that trend ahead of time. Maybe. I don't know. I think it's more like you can't, you can't adjust for like a showdown slate like I can. Like, cause I know your process. Like there's no way you can do it without doing it the way I'm doing it or guessing. And hopefully you guess right. Yeah. So I guess you could do it right. You could guess right. But like, I don't think you can uh, adjust for all those parameters in your noodle. I don't think it's possible. Maybe it is whatever. I mean, I don't know everything, but um, that's where I think doing all your own stuff and doing your own sims and like i'm not like super opposed to aggregate projections i do think there's a little bit of a fallacy like of the wisdom of the crowds type of thing like these projections um that they all that they all pump out there some of them are better than others and some of them update quicker right before lock than others which is super important and so like i look at it more like if the dfs gods could come down and give us the most, you know, the most accurate possible, humanly possible projections. And you aggregate away from that, you're going to be using worse projections. You know what I mean? So like, I think it's worth, worth it. I mean, you could do it Nate Silver style where you, you, you rate each projection based on how accurate you think they are studying, how accurate they, you think they are something like that. I don't know if I would do it that way because they change their own processes and then, it might be different than what your history is, um, but I, I'm not against aggregating projections. And and um, and I, I also don't think another you know, thing you guys talked about on there about um, that I think so many people do their own projections. I was also talking like top ten, top twenty guys, like Alex does, the Burrito Brothers do. I bet, I bet. Um, uh, Yudikau does. Maybe he doesn't, but I bet he would. Um, Mac Levin, I bet he does. I don't know, but I would guess. Um, and other guys up there, like I'm, I'm almost positive all of them do. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think when we initially talked about it, I think it seemed like when you said it, you thought like top 300 guys did. Well, I was, I was putting the cash game guys who don't, Track them, track on Rotor Grinders in there. Yeah. So whoever those guys are too, uh, Empire Maker, obviously. And I was really thinking about it like on a distribution, probability distribution. Like I thought like 50% chance he does at least. Yeah. Where you were saying like 10% chance he does or whatever. Yeah. And he did respond to my thread once and said he does, just for the record. So uh, newsflash, he was fucking with you. (laughs) (laughs) He's like that. He's like... Yeah, I make my own projections. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I, I think that was that that was a funny thing how uh, that all played out. But um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know, I don't know where I'm. My thought, I'm too drunk to uh, connect this thread right. And now. I don't think RBX eighty eight's an idiot. 
and any and we were we were just joking around with them and stuff like that. No, we lo- we love RBX eighty eight, and uh, every every few weeks he'll hit me up on Instagram. He wants to come on the show. He's a he's a good dude. He's been very successful, and like um, I do agree with Blender to you know some extent. Like clear like something he's doing. Like you don't get lucky that many times in a row. Okay, so I, yeah, I remember that too. So leaving RBX aside for a second. You could definitely get as lucky as RBX has. I think that's bullshit to say that that proves anything. I think that's wrong. Um, winning three million makers, you that can that 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 almost like would definitely happen to somebody who's lucky if they play. Well, but, well but sure it RBX, could happen. But what would you put the percentage chance that that happens? Really quick before I get people saying I hate RBX, bringing RBX back into it. I, I look at I've been looking since he started winning. I've been looking at some of the stuff he's doing, and he's not. I think he's good. I think he's, you know, clearly trying to not dupe, and he has some sort of strategy that 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 clearly is working. But I think if you did just run out a simulation of like 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 a Z score or something like like of how average players are and stuff like that, and you played ten years of DFS millimakers of all these players, like you would get these aberrations of a guy winning three millimakers. Like almost always, but it, I mean, we're still talking like sub one percent chance of yeah, someone but it was like almost guaranteed to happen, like a lightning strike. It's it's yeah. very rare that it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. My uncle was yeah. struck by lightning. <laughs> he didn't win the lottery. He got struck by lightning. It's going to happen to somebody. I, yeah. I don't think, I don't think it proves anything. I'm not saying anything about RBX. He's fine. He's 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 he he has a strategy that makes sense to me after after looking over but what general what 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 do you what did you learn when you we haven't talked about this what did you learn when you were looking into more of his lineups that he um that he that he's he's conscious especially in showdowns of how many dupes he should have and he has he has a uh a strategy to achieve the number he wants and that's pretty hard for a lot of people to do and what about his none of his millimaker wins were showdowns were they no, I can't remember one of them, but he did have one where uh, he told us off air, like a little bit about his strategy that one, and and he was doing something similar. Yeah, I can't remember all well the things he won. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you would. Uh, so, like, okay, so he didn't. Win, so he won three millimakers. How about guys who play hundreds of millimakers and and don't win? So does that mean me and Alex are bad? No. Well, that was the fun. Like that was the whole fun. So much randomness in it. So much randomness in it. Three is not enough. Yeah. Well, it was like Alex, he got, you know, beat by dupe in the, the challenge. And then literally the week after, I think Alex like won everything, you know, he was at the top of the $1,500 game changer, all this stuff had a smash light, but it doesn't matter once it had been litigated in the court of public opinion with the challenge, not realizing how these sample sizes work. Yeah, um, that yeah, that did happen. He didn't have he didn't have a good slate, but like I think that the the size and volatility of these millimakers kind of doesn't work for his theory of skin in the game, where it's like the the general idea of skin in the game. Yes, totally agree with it. Profit and loss very important. This is the feedback mechanism that has spawned capitalism and been the most successful. You know. Um, uh, way for humans to thrive but like it's so volatile uh the millimaker that uh, that doesn't really that's not like check the scoreboard or whatever he was saying you could do a blender better than i can so like it's it's not it, that doesn't really apply it's like so like one guy wins one milli check the scoreboard it's like no obviously that doesn't make any sense um two no three um, in the leaving RBX aside again, I don't think so. I mean, he's obviously doing he's doing something right, so you might be right, but for the wrong reason. Like I, I, I would, I would say ten more, twenty, <laughs> twenty millimakers, and then you buy it. <laughs> yeah, maybe more, maybe hundred. <laughs> hundred millimaker wins yeah. and then Brian Hooper believes in you. Well, what winning one is, is not, 
is not is nothing, right? Yes, just, I, I agree with that. Yes, winning two. How about two? I mean, like seriously, that logic doesn't hold. So, like, if you're not you, but just a general person, yeah. like one is so lucky. No, they just got lucky. Everyone agrees, and like two, it's like no, no, no that's skill. Like no fucker, it's about the same. It's like one in three hundred thousand times one in three hundred thousand. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's minuscule the odds. Of, uh, you know what I mean. Um, I don't even run the numbers, but you can just do it in your in your head. It's no, it would take like, a shit ton. Is it the point though that like each time you multiply that, the odds of that get even more and more infinitesimal? Like, yeah, they're super unlikely to happen. Yeah. So are it like. So then it's it's just this thing, like you said, like you said, you you see like a baseline of like RBX 88. He's not just punting it off. He's not just blindly throwing lineups. Like he's doing something that gives him like a better shot than just a monkey putting in lineups. Yeah. Yeah. Again, leaving RBX 88 aside, leaving him aside. He's doing something. I'm just talking in general. Like, okay. When something is that minuscule odds, one in 300,000 or whatever, more than that. The, the fact of proving who's good at that, that tiny little sliver of a chance, is like, come on. It's very hard to tell that. It would take an sh- enormous sample size. Um, so, like, I just don't see – I don't see how you could say winning three, leaving RBX 88 aside again, that that's some sort of scoreboard checker. Then what what is it in between those millimaker wins? Like where where does where do the scales tip for you? Like if you were able to see the roto tracker for all of RBX eighty eight or any millimeter, like where does it tip for you? Where you're like, okay, he's consistently proven a track record of success. Like what what kind of track record would warrant that? Um, I I don't know. Whatever you would whatever you would think. So like we've talked about this before being profitable over multiple years and a sport or two. Mm-hmm. And, and this is, the, and, and you could be EM too. You could be like a cash game specialist. You don't have to be a millimaker specialist. This is just math, right? When it's a super low probability event, it's going to be tough to determine who's good at that. <laughs> Fuck you, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I bet if I won like Steve, I'd be like, no, no, no. It's all skill. It's all skill. Uh, Jordan couldn't hit the nail on the head. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, like the – man, it's tough. I don't know how to untangle it, that that thing, because like you said, you are, you are conceding a baseline of skill or competency, but you're – kind of rejecting the fact that like someone is just that much better than the field because they won X amount of millimakers. Uh, yeah. I'm, I don't know what I'm rejecting specifically, but like it's, you can't prove who is super skillful that easily in such a low probability event. It's like, it would take an enormous sample size. We're talking just specifically the millimaker. So like, let's say a lightning strike. Like you can improve your chances by like going out with a golf club and sticking it up in the air, right? But it doesn't mean <laughs> doesn't mean shit if you if you win or don't win, right? Like it's 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 super low. Like, so what if how many like where is your threshold? Because I know people and yeah, I know Blender talks about this too. Like the idea of you know top one percent finishes. Like where is the threshold for you of like if you're finishing? consistently in this top X percentile that shows that you know how to build good tournament lineups. Yeah. But we don't even need to go that far. Why hasn't Alex Osmo Baker won one? A melee maker. Yeah. Cause he's unlucky. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, is he, is he doing it wrong? Probably not. He's probably doing something right. He hasn't won one. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't change your opinion of his skill level. No. And so if he won three though, it would. But it's great for his website. <laughs> great for him too. I mean, hell, I'd like it. I'm not saying that. But like seriously, take Alex's actual sample size up until this day. If he won three millimakers in there and those ones he lost, that shouldn't change your opinion on him. But it would. It's stupid. <laughs> now yeah. I'm playing. You're stupid. Yeah. I mean, that's how all this stuff works. And why do 
why do players in tout specifically go after qualifiers and millie makers? Because the cred in the screenshot equity is so great relative to the marketing power it has versus just being a consistently winning player that doesn't have like the prestige or the, the marketing splash to it. Yeah. I'm fine with all that. I'm fine with all that. I don't care. Post your screenshots, more power to you. I'm just, just saying this, this one instance of saying that someone who won three million makers somehow is a scoreboard check. Yes. Yeah. It's not. So where are you at with, like Millie Maker contests in general, everyone agrees that, you know, they're extremely top heavy prize structures. They're probably not the contest to play if you're looking to be profitable long term. Yet still, that's where the biggest prizes are, but also the most variance to where, like you just said, someone could win it three times and it doesn't even really speak to a skill level. So where, where are you at with playing those kind of contests? Like I haven't been playing the Millie Maker. It like basically at all. You're smart. <laughs> I'm, at, I'm at the point where I wouldn't probably play them or put many entries in there. If it wasn't for the fact that I don't know if I could sleep at night, if I won it and I didn't enter it and, and I put the 150 into something else. Um, and I and I'm like, oh my god, I I shouldn't have done that. Uh, for tomorrow, I was thinking maybe I'll do it. Maybe I'll just do two twenty because there's that twenty man that's pretty huge too for eight, uh, like eight hundred eight thousand. Yeah, I'm like maybe I'll just put the twenty in both of them, and then that way if it wins, I won't I won't hurt myself, and then just not play the rest of the slate because I don't want to play the two gamer anyways. But that, honestly, that's it. I probably at this at this point, if I took a second in the Millie maker, I'd probably break even. Yeah. So how do you, how do you reconcile that concept of like, I know I'm generally plus EV, I'm better than the field. And yet this is still such a lottery that I could eat shit over four years and never realize my advantage in the Millie maker. No, it's a bad bet. Shouldn't be, I shouldn't be playing it. Even, even acknowledging that, yes, I, I have an advantage. I can. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold build plus ev lineups and yet it's still a bad bet for me yeah well because there's a point there's a point where the lottery could become a plus ev bet when the prize pool overlaps you know from months on end or whatever and it actually outweighs the odds of buying a ticket i think this is without taxes taken into account there are spots where the billions of odds are less than the billions in prize pool um, it, it's rare, but I think it does happen occasionally. But the only problem with that is even with even with whatever the ticket costs, I don't even know. I don't, I don't really play the lottery. Even with the small amount of ticket, no one is rich enough to actually afford it if they're considering their bankroll. So just because you have a plus EV play doesn't mean you should do it. Well, and that, that's actually an interesting thing because I, I've had that situation come up a few times. And I, I even remember back in probably July or be there a random NASCAR iRacing event. I'm like, holy shit, there's a lot of overlay here. Um, you know, am I dumb not to max enter it? You know, just knowing that it's generally plus expected value, but it still might not actually be the right decision relative to my bankroll. I would say now you should have maxed <laughs> your bankroll now with your bankroll. Then probably not. I don't know. Maybe. No, no. I mean, you're complete. I mean, my bankroll now is way different than it was then. And it depends on like, if like, is your real life bankroll part of your DFS bankroll and uh, you know, and also, and all sorts of things. But yeah, I mean, that's why, that's why I use the lottery example. Uh, 
I don't know if I've ever said that on stream before, but I've used that with other people before where it's like, just because you have a plus EV bet does not mean, uh, you know, cause there's bets where even the richest man on the planet, even Jeff Bezos. And I think, I think I, when I, I use that analogy first, I think Bill Gates was the richest man. That's how long ago I thought that, um, that, that, that even he shouldn't bet it. So there's certainly spots where let's say you got three percent overlay or something it's like that's not worth it to take a shot of 150 on your on your you know two grand bankroll buddy like three percent's not gonna do it those nascar ones though were like 30 percent overlay plus would they had the edge of if you just stuck around eight minutes before a lock <laughs> like th- those rare opportunities like i would gamble i would gamble i have a i have i have more gamble in me than than most people. And I, I consider myself a nit, but I guess like compared to regular people, I'm not, but like, um, th- yeah, th- those rare opportunities, I think like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not even joking, like up to 50% of your bankroll, I would, I would wager and just like say, fuck it. YOLO. So what is, what is your contest selection for NFL right now? I don't even know what you've been playing. Not much because, well, not, not much on DK. But Yahoo, you've been. Like, I play everything. But like, because um, I told myself I'm not going to play till I win because like uh, we've been talking about off stream, my new, my new, uh, my new strategy. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure with this first year I'm doing exactly what I'm doing now. So I want to win something before, uh, before I start going crazy. Yeah. And, um, and I don't think that counteracts my RBX 88 point. I'm not saying I got to win the Millie maker. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, those, 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 those Millie makers. And it's also like, it gives you a bad sense of your skill level because you could take like 300th, lose money in that 300th lineup could have won like a whole bunch of different slates, types of slates. Um, and also you, you should be adjusting your lineups for the, like a Millie specific lineup it's like okay well now you shouldn't be entering that in anything else really because nothing else is like it i mean like even like a winner take all those are usually only like what like 20 man 100 man stuff like that yeah like i wouldn't put my millie you know some of my millie lineups in those yeah that's what i've been doing for a showdown where like i do my pruning you know for ownership and then i still take the top off there and put those into those winner take all contests and then keep trying to drill down even further to where i get to the stuff and i'm still ending up with a lot of dupes lately showdown's different showdown's a little different than full slate there like because you still you don't want to dupe it doesn't matter what you're entering and so like if you're okay if you're entering I don't know, a hundred man or less or something. Okay. Don't worry about it that much, but like anything above that, you got to start, you got to start worrying. And um, so I was looking at showdowns from last showdown slate where I took, I had 10 cash lineups, which for me is going to happen quite frequently in showdowns because I'm either going to win without many dupes or I'm going to lose most of my fucking buy-in. So it's been, and mostly this year has been, I think I, I took first and one. And so mostly this year it's been losing. Um, and I was looking at like other people. Cause I usually look at guys who play the same style as me and make sure I'm not going crazy with my exposures and, uh, and my dupes aren't too low too. Cause you don't want to get, you don't want to put something in there that has 0% chance to win. Um, which I think I have a uh, a stopgap where I know a lineup has no chance of winning and will not make my top 50, even though it won't dupe. Um, but um, I looked at Dinks, not to call him out, but I looked at Dinks, and he has a lot more dupes than me. It could have just I, been that great because I don't really pay attention to his lineups. No offense to him. but Yeah. Yeah, and he, and he had a lot more dupes. and Because the reason I looked at him was because he was in first a lot of the night. I'm like, oh, and I always get jealous. I go, this fucker's gonna win 300 grand, asshole. <laughs> so I looked up his lineups the next day, and it was it was super dupey compared to like how I play. Not that uh, there's anything wrong with um, you know, maybe he's right and I'm wrong, or maybe he just did it that slate because it made sense for him. Um, so there's different ways to play, but for me, showdowns is about avoiding dupes, even in the ones that aren't that like thousand, two thousand people, whatever. It's like, why would you? 
split half your profits. I mean, it's not yeah. half, you still get second, but like, you know, five way or whatever. It's like, if you can afford it without losing too much. Yeah. We got Brajal in the chat. Brian, as a new DFS player, what's the best advice you can give for the two gamer? I assume he's referencing tomorrow. If I play the 20 max, 20 max, two gamer tomorrow. That was I. I started a Discord today. I don't know if you saw that during your binge here, but you started a Discord. I did to compete with my Discord. <laughs> this is where people are going to go for the Sims now. <laughs> I'm going to give them out just as long as they unsub from your Discord. They get everything they want. A mass exodus. <laughs> I'm not giving out any Sims in my Discord. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I have to go and check and see if you're subscribed to Peter's Discord. Okay, you're out. All right, here you go. Um, and the reason I brought that up, though, is because somebody asked me that in the Discord. And my answer was uh, lots of prayer is the is probably the best, uh, especially if you're going to play that big one, uh, which I will too, but it's going to be tough. Um, I would do allow a lot of DV, DVP action. On a two gamer, yeah, I don't know what six, seven, eight, nine max. I, I don't think it anything along those lines. And then from there, for me, it doesn't change much for what I do. And I'm hoping that through simming it out, I can get you know smart lineups in there. Like if you're not going to do that, what site do you use? Who is that? What? What what site do you use? Let's see if he'll answer. Patel. Um, oh yeah, I mean I assume twenty. I don't think Fanduel has twenty maxes. I assume he's talking about crunching. Like, do you have an optimizer? Oh, okay. So like, do you even now, opto, bro? Do you even opto, bro? So like one little uh, tip I would do is if you're doing the new correlations, like all the sites have them now, right, Peter? Does RG have it too? I the I have a subscription there. I just haven't looked in a while. What are you asking if they have? The, like they have the correlations um, tabs and stuff like that where you can correlate wide receiver and quarterbacks and stuff like that. You mean like create groups and stuff? Yeah, but with correlation like like Fantasy Cruncher does and Fantasy Labs does. Um, I'm honestly not sure if – I don't think the RG one has that. No, okay. Well, on the other ones, um, you can create the correlation. So I would still do that. Yeah. And I would add in the um, in the showdown slates, if you're playing those tomorrow, a correlation of QB and QB because there is a little one there. There's actually a big one there. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so in, in, the, in the full slate, you're not going to have to worry about it. But I would just do the same exact thing, allowing the D to play against the opponents, throw in the correlations there, and let it ride. I mean, dupes are going to be a problem. So if you're not used to figuring out how to not get rid of dupes, you should you should at least consider it on a two gamer. Uh, I want to, you know, I should we should probably look at that. Why don't you talk? Maybe I can. No, nah, I, when's the last two gamer? We had the two gamer like seven or eight weeks ago when it was, or maybe not that long ago. It was when the Bills and the Chiefs played, and there were it was a Monday night where they had to push a game, and we had a two gamer. That was the night Ricky D. Won the millionaire maker. Oh, it was right, a right, two right. game Millie. Um, Bills versus who? I believe the Bills played the Chiefs, and I can't remember what the other game was that night. October 19th. Sounds about right. All right. FYI, people are saying that your Discord link has expired. That expires? I don't know shit about yeah, Discord I, server, guys. This is what you get for trying to spin up a Discord behind my back. Um, the uh, yeah, the default I think sets to like a day, but if you do like the drop down menu, you can get a link that doesn't expire. Okay. I Cobra lets I'll... us know it was uh, Packers Falcons was the other game. Okay, I got it. Monday Night Millionaire. Ricky D, there he is. Okay, let's take a look. Do you want to share this maybe? Yeah, yeah. Throw it up. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's take a look at some uh, some nobodies here. 
duo Awesome O, our boy Big T with the seven man cash. Brick 75, handsome guy. Half of the Burrito Brothers. Oh, and speaking of speak of the devil, gotta throw our buddy on here. The Colts. Okay. There we go. Let's do uh, Drew. Let's do Dink too. Did he play? Oh yeah. Dink pieces okay. in the mix. All right, we're going large screen for this so people can see it. Okay. Um I don't know if I could really zoom zoom in. I think they can see it like this. Okay. All right. Dink. Lots of dupes. Steve, sharpest attack, of course. How bad did I do? Okay. Sharper than Steve. You know, <laughs> Burrito Brothers is going to be a little higher than us. So it usually goes me and me and Steve are um, close to the to the lowest. Um, and then um, Chipotle and then Alex. And they kind of compete. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Alex is usually lower than Chipotle. Yeah. So follows, follows suit. Pull up Ricky D's. Who won? Uh, look at look at Big T. Whoa, Big T was the most unduped. And that and then you can see when he's unduped, he and he and he has a bad night, he doesn't cash. So you got you have to balance it. Um let's go to Ricky D. Ricky D seems more of like uh uh like a not feel, but kind of just like oh oh gotta do, gotta do this one. Yeah, Adam, and then, yeah, Ricky right below. Okay. Okay, so I bet – okay, that's kind of that's similar – kind of – you can ignore this one. And then sometimes you can – like sometimes there's nothing you can do. You just screw up and you get a yeah. high one even there, even though your your stuff tells you it's not going to be high. Um, that's a little high for him. What was Ricky's? Oh, look oh what, there it is. <laughs> that was of all the sets we looked at, he was the most unduped for yeah, sure. He's the most unduped. That's crazy. Yeah. So, who's the I highest mean, here? Dink is the highest in Chipotle. Alex. So, so, what do you think Ricky did to get so unduped relative to a bunch of other? players here oh well i mean it's not that difficult if you know what you're doing like if you're you're either you're either pruning or you're coming up with a formula and so if you you just do those things to the max so you just make your formula not allow anything over this x y or z and it'll you'll have a bunch of ones and twos and if you prune the ever-loving shit out of it you're gonna end up with a bunch of one ones and twos so it depends on how you, how you want to do it I but like, you're but when you when you prune a bunch of those you're also getting rid of a ton of lineups that have the best chance of winning right yeah for sure um and i mean i i've, I've said this a bunch of times the way i would do it if i'm pruning which i'm assuming most people are is um, uh, I would do the, try to do the exact same thing over multiple slates. And then, like, let's say you prune and you're like way over us, any of these guys. Like, I don't know. Let's. I don't. I don't want to bring up someone and say they're bad. So, say something high and 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 th then just start on it again. Like that's not enough. Then yep. figure out a way. However the hell you want to do it. Just try to be logical. And come up with something where you're you're cutting your lineups down, and then and then once you get something decent, compare it over slates because there'll be some slates where you don't want to do this 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 two one thing. Yeah, that that is interesting though. I mean, he obviously had the nuts, um, because he also had a whole bunch of cashing lineups. So he probably did, and we could we could probably see here. He probably did uh, one unique. It looks like. Um, oh, you mean in his settings for his build? Yeah, yeah, yeah. just one unique. Let's see here. How can okay. you? You could see he, he so he basically went even distribution on his QBs. You could you could do it. It takes a second, and then you just uh, you break it down. But I want to look at some other stuff first. So let's see the ownership for uh, uh, for the QBs. Whoops. 
blowing it up is kind of screwing me up here. No, you're good. I think people get the gist. Where's why is my ownership going? Wait, I have to shrink it. I think. Why? Why you're pulling this up? I am going to pull up something here just to give a shout out real quick while you get this up. So, um, this was a guy who I stumbled across when we were doing League of Legends stuff. Um, and he has this site sports, uh, dash projections.com. And he created a, a little showdown showdown analyzer where you can just download the CSV from your contest. And you can do this with some sites, um, but you can just pull it up and quickly quarry your lineups or anyone else's lineups and immediately see the lineups and how many dupes they have. And I've been doing this in my showdown lineups to quickly check how I've been doing. And this is a free site here, sports-projections.com. Um, definitely valuable if you guys are wanting to do that research of seeing how duped your lineups are. I think that's pretty valuable. Yeah, I heard you say that. That does seem pretty cool. Um, and it just takes you a second, right? Yeah, literally just a second from the contest, download the CSV, upload it, and then you can immediately um, type in any username and uh, and check how many lineups and dupes they have. Huh. There's somebody now messaged me on the Discord. It's like, why don't you come into the show, dude? <laughs> what do they say? I just did all caps by accident. <laughs> That's my move, man. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, so anyways... Yeah, so Ricky, there you go. How, what do you what do you think? Are people, how many people watching this show are gonna be like? I'm gonna go for two and one dupes now after I see this. <laughs> it's 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 harder than it looks. <laughs> yeah, to, because like you said, you can swing too far in the other direction. Like I know I could build a bunch of lineups that are undupe, but they'd probably be awful. <laughs> let's, let's let's see real quick. Uh, let's do Elliot. Well, I guess I can't tell. There's a way to tell uh, if how many uniques you used. I can't imagine it's more. It's more than one or two, though. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. There's 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 your dupe strategy for tomorrow. So you're gonna want to um, you're gonna want you're you're basically want to do what you do for showdown. I would say you're gonna basically want to whatever your showdown process is. It's gonna be close to that. It looks like. Yeah. Um, because that's about the dupe level those guys have for showdowns. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I doubt all of them aren't are not like adjusting at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it still should be less dupey than showdown. You just have so many more possible combinations. All right. Well, let's do one more check. How about that? I, I mean, I'm not saying I'm, it just seems intuitively to me. I don't know though, because you can get a lot more combinations where there, when there's no position. So like, think of it like the alphabet. So there's 26 letters in the alphabet. You would think you can't make that many combinations of words, right? But you could make an unlimited amount of words basically from 26 letters. But the, the problem is with, with making words is you could have the same comparing it to the DFS is you could have the same amount of um, uh, you could have the same player in the same lineup in in the alphabet because you have two H's for Hooper, for example. So it's less combinations, but even without that, like 26 letter alphabet. So 26 player pool, person player pool. Think about how many words you can make with that. Right. So you can make tons of them. Uh, six letter words like in showdown. And so for the full slate, like, like you don't, you have to play one of four quarterbacks. Right, that's like almost a game in its own. So if Foster wins, like you're dead. Where you might not even have to play a quarterback in your showdown lineup and win. So the the limits do. So I'm looking at the top. The top dupes were 733 on that slate. Um, then 199, two two four. Let's see what the showdowns were. And it's a milli too, right? There's a ton of uh, ton of entrance into that. Okay, and so the showdown that night, 250K to first, had, let's see here. I don't have your screen anymore, by the way. Oh, I know, but I was just saying yeah. it out loud. Um, 
Let's see here. All lineups. Dupes. Set the same. It's basically the same. 799. Still a little more for the top dupe lineup. Okay, it, it's a little more dupey, I would say, just by yeah. eyeballing these two contests. Yeah, it's a little more dupey. So you want to be um, in between, just above your showdown, I would say, then. It's probably fair process. What if we give the savages what they want? We build a lineup here to wrap this up, Brian. Right. A little uh, my treat, Thanksgiving, Lulz wins a million dollars. What do you say? Let's do it. Um, all right. So we're fading Deshaun Watson, right? Yeah, let's fade him. That's the only way to win a million. Who's your favorite uh QB of the other three? Um uh Lamar Jackson, point oh point six percent on. Dude, do you see the red? Do you <laughs> see it? That's a no fly zone. Um oh no. I don't I don't want to pick a QB. All right, I'll pick a QB. No, no, we'll we'll backdoor our way into it. Right, What's a play you like? Um, let's see. Oh my god, Duke Johnson has fucked me all year. Should we have him? Fuck yeah, me? I think that. I mean that that seems like a natural leverage spot if everyone's going to play. Duke Johnson at forty six percent owned. Who smash, said that was a bad deal? Yeah. Smash. Um. All right. I will. I will pick us a quarterback. I don't want to play Matt Stafford. I think his thumb is an issue and all this jazz. Let's play Alex Smith. Mm. Let's screw it. Yeah. Let's let's play Alex Smith at 5,400. He's going to be the lowest owned QB. Um, the Washington pass rush is like pretty legit good. Like I think Andy Dalton could have a rough day and everyone puts up points on Dallas. Let's, let's go with Alex Smith. So we're automatically not duped now. We're no, undupped. No. No one's going to play that piece of shit. <laughs> We're unduped. A little Thanksgiving uh, story for the networks. Alex Smith with hey. 350 yards, four touchdowns. Do you do you know how we're not duped? Someone in the chat says, Smith, what the fuck? That's how we know we're not duped. Um, someone on Twitter just tweeted me. Evan says, watching alcohol fatigue Peter Overzet try to keep up with Brian Hooper's alphabet analogy. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> uh, all right your your pick your pick uh well okay let's go to wide out uh, yeah or tight end it, um who's washington's tight end logan know. thomas yeah. oh my god these this these teams are horrible no wonder their ownership so low <laughs> um i mean obviously we're gonna have to have well i think once we do it like i was reading so buying for uh, did a slate IQ article and like one of the most leverage positive leverage constructions on these two game and three game slates is QB RB wide receiver and tight end from the same team. Mm. Just like a, a, a more of an onslaught. Sure. I mean, whatever. It's a fucking Millie maker. <laughs> I know. I'm not forcing you into it. You pick it's right. your pick. It's your fucking pick. McLaren. Oh, great. Brian's a chalk donkey now. <laughs> Wait, he's got a Q tag? Dude, the Q tag is what keeps the fish away. <laughs> a Q tag a day keeps the fish away is what I always say. Uh, All right, let's get Logan Thomas in here. Uh, I want to correlate the tight end with our quarterback. Back to you. How many, how, how many lineups do you think will, will be dead tomorrow? How many what? Dead lineups do you think they'll be tomorrow? What do you mean? What do you mean deadline of people playing Ravens players? Oh, Rangers players. I think it'll be pretty low. I mean, this came out, I don't know, 2%. Okay. All what right. do you think? I don't know. Thanksgiving day. I think it might be, <laughs> it might be up there. Uh, Your pick. Oh, you know, I've touted this guy before anyone else. Uh, uh, Swift here running back <laughs> Q tag. Get him in the, get in the Q tag here. There we go. Wow. The chat wants Swift. They you want gotta, Swift. You got to do Swift. Um, well, here's the deal. I, I want to onslaught the Washington football team if we're doing it. So in the flex, we got to pick a running back. It's either McKissick or Gibson. Um, although, I mean, we're going to need to get a Cowboy in here. So I guess the question comes down, do we want Zeke? in the flex or 
are we okay going with Washington running back and then a Cowboys wide receiver? Whatever doesn't so whatever doesn't give us that Alex Smith dupe. So there's not gonna be a lot of Alex Smiths, but whatever the ones that they do do it is gonna be some, you know, clearly duped correlated lineup with Alex Smith. Yeah, I was looking at the um advanced sports analytics correlations and McKissick, McLaurin, and Alex Smith all had a pretty nice positive correlation. So let's just what if we onslaught it here? Alex Smith, McLaurin, Logan Thomas, J.D. McKissick, and now you need to give us a Cowboy wide receiver coming back. Mm, okay. Um, or what, what about what? What about we ditch Logan Thomas, McLaurin, McKissick, have a have a naked Alex Smith? No. <laughs> Runs it in old school Alex Smith running for hundred yards and two tutties. I gotta shut you down somewhere. I gotta right. fight back somewhere. How about, um, well, I mean, there's not many choices here, is there? <laughs> that's that's uh, that's what we're dealing well, with. I mean, we do have the salary, so, I mean, either one's fine with me. I mean, CeeDee Lamb's obviously a fucking stud. So, so Gallup is the leverage play, right? I mean, he's he's going to be the, the lowest owned of these three. Yeah, and then, and then we'd leave a bunch of salary on the table. Well, all right, throw Gallup in there. Oops, that's Cedric Wilson. We don't want him. Yeah, we're gonna end up leaving a ton of salary, but we're trying to win a million bucks, brother. Um, should I go to Ricky D's? Uh, how much salary he left on the table? I'm not sorry, not salary ownership. So, is it, whose pick is it? Yours? So it is my pick. Um, I mean, so we played Swift. I, I do think we go with a Houston wide receiver here. The question is both Will Fuller and Brandon Cooks are going to be very popular. Um, but I feel like if we're playing Swift, we probably – I feel like with this lineup, we can probably eat chalk, but maybe I'm wrong. What do you think? So Ricky D had 286% ownership for his winner. What did you say? How much? 286%. We had a six-man six man stack with two opponents and the defense. Um, so what's that? What, what, what we got here? One, 10, 30, 40. Oh, yeah, we got plenty of salary. Oh, yeah, we can do whatever we want. Yeah. Okay. Who do you want? Um. If we put in Fuller, we still have enough money, right, for a D? Oh, he's sixty nine hundred. A very nice amount for a D. I, as- I assume with this construction, we pick either. I mean, we definitely don't pick Washington. So then it's, I feel like it's Texans or Lions with this construction. Yeah, I I do not care. I could care less. I have no opinion on it. Let's do Lions. That feels like the most leverage if everyone is playing Deshaun Watson in that passing game. We get one Deshaun Watson pick six, and we print, Brian. I think we're at like 280-something ownership, too. There you go. Brian and I just won a million dollars. We'll be back next week to brag about it. (laughs) Brian, are you so impressed that I sobered up enough to do this show? I'm pretty impressed. Yeah, I had faith in you the whole time. I was kind of hoping you'd be a little more drunk, honestly. But you have too high tolerance. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, you get I, – I ate up so much Chinese food right before I came on. I think it really uh, – I think it really uh, sobered me up. Um, the chat says this lineup is so gross, it's bound to cash. I, I honestly like the lineup. I think we like pick the leverage spots in every place. It, it is literally like a last place or first place kind of lineup. I like it. Yeah, I, it's it's all right. I mean, Alex Smith is is rough to put in there, but like, what are you going to do? You you're trying not to do and get as lucky as humanly possible. That's right. Um, all right, guys. We uh, on behalf of Lowell's, we hope you guys have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Please subscribe to the channel below. Smash the like button. 
eat a lot of stuffing and cranberry sauce and get drunk and late swap off of the nuts. Brian, <laughs> any final words for the people? No, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. May your dupes be low. May your winnings be great. We love you guys. We'll see you next Wednesday for another edition of Lulz. Ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.